This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. This is TK226. We've had a small band of rebels in Sector 2186. Alert Team Scarif. And would somebody please deactivate that blasted alarm? Lord Vader, we've alerted... The rebel incursion has compromised the Citadel. Yes. There are Imperial files that must not leave this facility. They will be neutralized, my lord. Good. Allow the rebels to access the control tower. I will deploy the garrison and deal with them myself. The Scarif podcast must be protected at all costs, Commander. Are those your orders, my lord? That is the scuttlebutt. First of all, thank you guys for joining me. Uh, you know, I wanted to do a uh, kind of like a little Chicago-based uh, podcast. You guys, obviously, uh, you know, podcasters and friends in Chicago. And uh, I just wanted to kind of hang out and uh, talk a little nerdery uh, things. Uh, so thank you very much for uh, joining us uh, thank this you. Friday night on the Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast. Greg, uh, g- glad to, to see you. Glad to hear. I've been listening to your podcast the uh, last couple of days, and uh, the last one I listened to is the uh, the interview you had with a gentleman talking about the Ralph McQuarrie uh, oh. book, and uh, it was just, just a fascinating discussion. Uh, thanks for putting that together. It's really cool. Oh, I appreciate that. And John Scaleri was amazing. And you know, I want to you know thanks to you know Daniel Lowe over at uh, Fantatrax. Uh, for for getting me that intro and you know when you get when you get those like you know john and his partner had worked on that ralph Macquarie book you know it was really one of the first you know art of ralph Macquarie books to be put together but you know when you get that it's an interesting interesting situation where you know we could really skip to the stories about ralph that's what he was there to do but um when you hear his story I really felt that that was kind of worth doing a, a piece on its own. And, and it was just all, I mean, I, I sat there, my favorite kind of podcast, I sit there and shut up. I talked, I think oh, yeah. more here in the last two minutes than I did during that entire one hour show. <laughs> but I uh, thank you. That was, that was a fun one. There's more of him coming up um, because in June is Ralph Ralph's, uh, it would have been Ralph's birthday on June 13th. So we've got some uh, other people talking about Macquarie, but um you know, every now and then you've done this row where you just get someone and you're just like, man, I'm just going to sit here and enjoy yeah. the whole thing with a big old grin. Absolutely. It's one of those interviews that I, I you know, I, I usually listen to in the car and, uh, you know, I, I was hanging on every word cause it's uh, it was a very fascinating discussion. Um, so it's really cool. And obviously you. you guys know that I'm very, I'm very into like the behind the scenes stuff and, and things like that. So I love to absorb all that stuff. So Great, great interview. Uh, love to hear what's next. But uh, yeah, thank you. Definitely. And uh, in a uh, another hidden bunker in the basement, we got uh, Big T and Little T. How's it going, guys? Good. That's going well. Awesome. Yeah. Love hanging out, talking Star Wars. Yeah. Talking Star Wars. Absolutely. Thank you guys for joining me. And uh, what a what a surprise. We got Little T. What is going on? In the life of Big T and Little T, uh, it's been doing good. Yeah, we're we're enjoying uh, the vintage collection on the old Diz Plus. Yeah. So we just did we nice. just uh, did Volume One. We're gonna do Volume Two soon. 
And then obviously May the 4th, Star Wars Holidays coming up. So we got some Bad Batch. We got to review fast. So I'm really excited yeah. to see what Bad Batch is going to do. Yeah. yeah. Like, who, need, who needs sleep, right? Yeah. Yeah, who needs sleep? Nobody. No, nobody. Who needs sleep? No way. Nobody. Watch Star Wars all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's great. I think it's a great avenue, obviously, Disney Plus to see all this great content. And then now we, we're going to you know be able to watch some Ewok movies that I haven't seen in forever. Um, yeah. He's like, what are these? I'm like, some TV Ewok movies that aired once on ABC. Buckle yeah. up, baby. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited because like, I feel like, like, um, like the, the kid in the movie. Like, yeah, I, I, that's you. <laughs> well, it's a girl in the first one. Yeah. But the second one, boy? Uh, second one. Yeah, but the boy's like kind of mean. I don't know. Mace. His name was Mace. I, I kind of remember him being a yeah. little. He's a little jerky. Yeah, he's yeah. a little jerky. But we're going to find out. He's never seen it. I haven't seen it since oh, cool. I. Oh, Was a wee lad. I've seen. Um, I, the Frozen fan, I've seen Wicked, and I want to give Oscar so bad. Wicked? Oh, yeah. He's my, one of my favorite. Uh, Warwick Davis, yeah. When we saw him at Celebration, he was on what? A little scooter. Yeah. That was awesome. Wait, wait, why is yeah. he on a little scooter? Because he can get around really quick. Because it's fun. Wouldn't you yeah. be on a little scooter? W- yeah, yeah wouldn't you want to be on a scooter? Yeah, yeah, yeah get yeah, out of my like, way. Wait, was he like. Like the like the place where they have like the yeah, place. it's called a Segway. Like you just like yeah. in a mall or something. Yeah, like in a mall. Yeah, like in a mall. What kind of movies are you showing this kid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just that celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to another podcast, uh, our friends, uh, Kev and, uh, other Brad, uh, not to be confused with scuttlebutt Brad, uh, right. force losers podcast. They were talking about, uh, you know, what we do is kind of like therapy. It's, uh, it's kind of a release, uh, you know, when we talk about star Wars and we run our shows and things like that. And then obviously collecting too. I mean, these are hobbies that are, you know, very important to us, but they're important for many ways. And obviously, you know, I was I was little T's age when I first saw Star Wars. Right. So, you know, it's it's a monumental thing. And to to be able to be to be able to enjoy Star Wars with your dad is, is really awesome. But, you know, growing up, we had that experience. And now, you know, we're kind of I think every day that we get on you know, social media, when we kind of do our thing here, we kind of relive that. And I think that's for the most part, um, you know, for us dads that are doing all this stuff, it, it, it is kind of a therapy. Do you guys uh, agree? What do you, what do you think, Greg? Um, I think it's, you get a really a second chance to relive your, your childhood and your childhood love for star Wars. And I remember, you know, my, I have about I have two kids and there's about seven years difference between them. And I was just showing uh, someone was saying the that when Revenge of the Sith came out, you know, we saw it on Father's Day and they released a poster. This was the Darth Vader, like, who's your daddy poster? And I remember, you know, I had a picture of my son. He had one of the plastic lightsabers and, you know, he probably was like five or four or five or something. And, you know, now, like earlier, earlier tonight, um, I'd gotten one of the Return of the Jedi sticker books from 83 
And, you know, instead of me putting sticker, I gotten some stickers in. I was like, you know what? Hey, Lauren, do you want to put some stickers in a book? And I just got, you know, it was just, it was fun watching her kind of line things up and try to go through and find them. And I think that, you know, it's, it's one of those things where we, you know, we collect and we get stuff um, and, and we can enjoy this on one level, but when you can involve your, you know, your kids and, and they see you're passionate and you can really relate on that level, you know, just like what, you know, what Todd and Tran are doing with the podcast, it just, it just really makes it that much funner and uh, easier to explain to mom, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doing yeah. doing it for the children. Right. For the kids. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, obviously we see a lot of collectibles uh behind you, Todd. Uh and Trent, we got uh, uh Yoda back there, we got some books, we got some action figures. That's really cool. What is it about there you go, little R five D four action there? <laughs> but uh what is it about collecting that kind of I guess it's embedded in fans and not just Star Wars. I mean, obviously you've got, uh, you know, fans of all franchises, Lord of the Rings, Star Trek, you know, all sorts of things. Marvel. What is it about hanging on to these collectibles that that is is part of our DNA? What do you think, Todd? Well, I think the first part is the play value. Obviously, when you're a kid, it's more about playing with them, right? Yeah, it's a, you're just not like hang them up and that, you don't like play with them. Right, you like to play with them. So I think that's where it first starts off. I know when I started collecting in college when uh, Power of the Force 2 came out, I had a job at school and literally 20 bucks went to pizza and then $20 went to Star Wars figures every week. <laughs> and that's, that's how it started for me. And the reason I started collecting was kind of a therapy thing because it part of it was like, I didn't get all the figures when I was a kid, you know? And so I was like, well, now it's time. I have a little money. I have a little slush fun going on here. Um, and might as well buy some Star Wars figures that I didn't get as a kid, you know? Um, so that's kind of how it started. But like for us, you know, like it's also fun just getting them and playing with them and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Like the toys are a way, like a way of us to like relive yeah, the movies. Yeah, it's like, yeah, but the toys are newer that, like, for me, then but the toy toys for in the eighties. Yeah, they're they're way older than. Like, oh yeah, the they're toys. forty now. They're forty years old. Way guys. back in the eighties, yeah. Yeah, right. GI Joe, man. Yes, and like, yeah. So that's the other thing. Like, um, you know, like I still have all my GI Joes, and I still have all my He Mans, and I still have all my Transformers. And so now I'm bringing out my GI Joes to him. And he's like, dad, these are awesome. I'm like, go at it. But the ones with the flappy legs, don't play with them. Cause that, that rubber band's about to break. Well, what that, well, yeah. they're, they're super floppy. You have to be super floppy. Yeah. Yeah. If they're super well, floppy, they're doing their own the ninja. Laces move in, yeah. yeah like, they're the fine. Legs are, like, the, yeah. The legs are not yeah. But that, that rubber band is about ready to break, man. So yeah. <laughs> they, totally. Snip, snip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> A lot of Darth Maul, you know, you know like the G.I. Joes, they, they can't get the Darth sure. Maul where the, the hips. Oh, that's there. right. Yeah, yeah. I remember separating the hips and just kind of, get, <laughs> right. you know, yeah. they can do it like a little go-go dance, but yes, you can see exactly. right through their hips. It's yeah. weird, a little weird. That's too funny. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, obviously there's a lot of things that we collect. Um, and Greg, you are uh, knee deep in uh, the world of card collecting. And there you go. So. How uh, how did you get into that? And obviously, besides Star Wars, uh, you collect other other cards, don't you? Or is it just Star Wars? For the um, most part, I have collected in the past. So I, when I look back now, I can I remember getting the 
76 King Kong when that movie came out. I remember getting those cards and then afterwards, but I would, and afterwards, you know, if you go back to the Close Encounters from 79. um, But I remember that, you know, we always try to do this forensic look and see where exactly we were when we we saw Star Wars. But I remember that it must have been a little bit after the initial release. And, you know, I, I come from a one stoplight town, about 1200 people. And we had one pharmacy, kind of like your version of your know, local version of Walgreens. And they sold Sounds like Tatooine. Cards. Sounds like yeah. Tatooine. Yeah. There wasn't a whole yeah. lot at Tashi station, but they right, did right. have, they did have trading cards. And, you know, I remember, you know, it, it had such an impact and there weren't any of the, there weren't any of the figures yet there. Uh, the comics were just released, but you know, anything that had star Wars on it, I was in. And I remember getting, you know, a little bit of the, of the blue series one, and you know some of the some of the red series too and then i I remember my original collection which was probably not too much bigger than this um had you know the yellow series you know there was five right that star wars did and you know i think that prompted a lot of other collecting uh baseball right after that uh for a long time i collected baseball cards and then yeah you'd get close encounters anything that they had you just had that drive to go back and you're trying to put together you're trying to put together these sets. And I remember I, I'm posting a lot to of get more gum, trying to get more gum. Yeah. yeah that, that right, gum. Yeah. But you know, you, you know, I go back to, I've been posting a lot about those, um, those puzzles that were in the cards and they were big puzzles and you needed a lot of that, you know? And so you started putting together and you'd see these scenes, but you know, go back to what, you know, you guys were talking about with the toys. A lot of that is, you know, you for star Wars, it's like, we didn't see toys, you know, t- toy movie tie-ins. Um, and then in the eighties, when you had the transformers, GI Joe go bots and all that. And even I was in high school, you're just like, it was cool because I, I had the toy or I had the thing. And then there it is on TV and I can kind of relive yeah. that, you know, right. kind of offline as it were. But yeah. Um, well, I think, I think that's where star Wars is unique in the fact that that was before, you know, even they released it on VHS. It was quite a, you know, quite a while before they even released it on VHS. So the figures were a tangible way of just like reliving the movie, even though you might've only saw it once, at least you had all those figures and you could do, you know, again, like for me, I was just playing a sandbox. Like my sandbox was Tatooine and brought everybody in and, and had a good old time. And so I think that's where it's tangible and it's a little different now, like, you know, with Trent and like Netflix and Disney plus I'm like, bro you don't even have to watch commercials right you can watch Mm -hmm. this like i'm like how many times have you seen this oh about 30 times i'm like you saw it once or you 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 didn't see it at all and like there was barely any time for reruns or you know if they were reruns you literally watch like the same episode over and over again and so he's in a very unique spot now that i'm like completely jealous of it's like Oh, you want to watch this right now? Yeah. And it's like right there. And at where, your fingertips. Yep. Yeah, right at your fingertips, which is, again, why Disney Plus is very unique. And that's where kind of the uh, impetus of us starting this podcast was like, hey, there's going to be this great avenue for all this content for Star Wars. Let's talk about it. Um, but yeah, like I think uh, going back to collecting, it's like that's how you replay the movie and i think that's where it's really you know as we get older now it's like okay well now i want to preserve or 
get that unique figure that was only in the movie for five seconds, but I want it, you know? So <laughs> I think that's, that's another way to do it. And like with Greg, with the cards, I mean, that was like, it was cheap. You know, that's the other thing. It was cheap. And that's, I, I joke right. about the gum, you throw away the gum and then you're like, Oh, here's a cool sticker. Slap that on my trapper keeper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, um, those were things that, or my bike or, you know, like a big wheel or something like slap this bad boy on here, you know, <laughs> put a Tarkin on there or Darth Vader. Um, I thought that was really cool. And now when you see them, like not like still on card, I'm just like, wow, that is like rare. Yeah. I, you know, never saw, never seen these ever again. Cause I just ripped them off and they would, you know, sure. be on my big, you're, yeah, big you're not thinking, you're no, not thinking you're that you know, age. Yeah. No, you're not thinking that I'm going to, I'm going like, to buy these for like 30 bucks a sticker later on, on eBay. No, you're just yeah, right. Right. No, I'm like, this is a stormtrooper. I'm slapping this on my big wheel and let's go. Sure. Let's, you That's know, right. this, you know, You didn't have a you didn't have a green machine. Oh, I did have a neighbor machine. had a green machine. <laughs> I had a green machine. What's a green machine? It was like oh, it was yeah. amazing, Stepper. yeah, best thing ever. Yeah, level. it was like a it was like a big wheel, but you obviously on um, both of them you laid down. Yeah, but the green the green machine you not only did you pedal, but you you did this to steer with with mm -hmm. the steer yeah to steer. So yeah. it was. And it made it some was, mean uh, fish tails, bro. You get the hill. And you just Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Left, right. But, you know, it's, it's interesting because uh, you bring up a, a very interesting point when it comes to, I guess, I've heard some other people talk about how uh, Star Wars used to be kind of like an event. You know, again, seeing it in the movie theater, you know, there was no home video. There was no streaming. There was nothing. It was it, when when it was in the theater, you went. It was a huge event. And, and that was it. And then obviously, you know, for guys like us, we remember the dark times that there was no Star Wars. There was no action figures. There was no material. There was nothing that that kind of harkened back to to the days of, of, of yesteryear when to, to be able to relive that. Um, I, I think uh, Mar Star Wars put out a, a card, a couple of card books, and I love reading through them. And it's obvious it's it's the entire card collection. You had the blue one, you had the yellow one, the red one. But it gives it gave you kind of like a little behind the scenes of that, and I was trying to look for it now. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the oh, one. Oh, so, yeah, cool. The Abrams book. Yeah, and I love flipping through that. Obviously, you know, for the for the pictures and and the images and stuff like that. But well, there's you know, a lot read, bro, of so really the pictures are really good. Uh, right. Exactly, yeah. the pictures are really great. But they give you some really great uh, behind the scenes information on not only the, the card collection, but the images in the card, you know, obviously there was uh, a lot. Of, I've also heard a lot of people say it's a miracle that star Wars even got created, but you know, they pulled all their resources. They, they grabbed images from wherever they could, especially in the early days of marketing, uh, you know, trying to put these action figures together, trying to get material out there for, for consumers to, you know, to purchase. Um, and, and it is, I mean, it is a miracle, obviously nowadays with social media and the computer and the internet, you know, there's like tons of stuff. Uh, but back then it was so different and, you know, not to sound like an old guy and get off my lawn, damn it. But, you know, kids <laughs> these days don't know how good they have it. <laughs> like you were saying. Yeah. I mean, but I, well, but here's the, here's the flip side. Now can't find anything on the shelf. 
Yeah, no, yeah. there. <laughs> I mean, we, you know, like that's that's kind of the disappointing thing about like when we go to Target or Walmart. Yeah. There's nothing on the pegs, nothing. And, and I think that's like, a that's that's a whole different thing, though. I it, I don't it is know. A thing. I, yeah, I, how much yeah. how much time do you have tonight, Ro? We could yeah, we could right. dive down into think, that um, one and, and bore your audience a lot. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's very like it's got to be. Because like even Target's going more boutique, so it's like you got like very, you got two pegs for each thing for each kind of line, and it's like right. if you don't get it right there off the box, it's gone. Trent, you know, and the, that's the frustrating. That's frustrating you, for yeah. It's frustrating. I, I was just Trent, you, yeah, just, you, I was about to say you you do you like Magic and Yu Gi Oh? If you do, you're in for a treat because that's all Target has, kid. That's all they have left. <laughs> That's true. All yeah. the Yu-Gi-Oh and magic you want. He's no, like, what? He what? Really? What, what, what are you talking about, Greg? What are you saying? <laughs> so we just went to Target today. We just went to Target today, but there wasn't there wasn't a lot of. What? Not a lot of stuff. I, I mean, huh? there's just not a lot of stuff. Yeah, but uh, we got like uh, what's it called? Back to the Future. You got a NECA Back to the Future two. Oh yeah, Marty McFly. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Those are nice. Like, yeah, those are nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's upstairs, but podcast. And that's uh, that's a that's a really great segue because uh, yeah. last uh, what what is today Friday? I I don't know what day it is. Friday. Today it's is on, the twenty third. Um, Earlier yeah. in the week, we did a uh, a Scarif Live where I talked to my buddy uh, Kane. He's a music composer and a fan of like horror movie and music. Mm-hmm. And we gave away a Jason um, NECA, Nico, Nako, what's the name NECA. of that company? NECA. NECA, NECA, NECA action yeah. figure. Um, so later on, I'm going to announce uh, who is the winner of that. And we'll drop Ooh. that in, in this uh, podcast. Uh, but um, yeah, those, all the teas, the, that's Brent. all the teas. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, but. You know, we we did have a question. I posed it on Twitter. We have a question from uh, our friends over at Certain Point of View. Um, this has to do with cards. So uh, I'm going to address uh, Greg. Oh, um, he says I live in a town where the nearest comic collector store is 30 minutes away in either direction, and both directions would be a special trip. Sounds like uh, you're a one stoplight uh, town there. Uh, uh, he says. <laughs> Travel in either direction would be a special trip since I don't go away that often. None of the big box stores in my area are carrying cards anymore. What's the best way to get new cards? He says, he asks Amazon, eBay, direct from the manufacturer. And a follow-up question, are there any subscription services out there like Loot Crate that deal only in trading cards? And there was a little uh, controversy there. Not controversy, a little discussion because I think Loot Crate um, went kaput. But I think he was oh, just no. using loot crate, loot crate as uh, as an example. But uh, what do you think? Your generics uh, subscription box, du jour. Um Well, one thing I when I got really back into it about five or six years ago, I started. You know, I I started back at the comic stores, thinking you know back in the early '90s when there was that huge comic boom, and you saw a lot of the Marvel comics uh, cards uh, go there, and some of the Star Wars ones as well. And, you know, you, you've come to find pretty quickly that those don't really get carried there. What you will have to do in most cases is not the comic stores. It's hope that there is a card or a sports card shop somewhere in your vicinity. Now, we are blessed here in Chicagoland to have plenty of sports card uh, shops around. But even then, 
by the by the very nature of the name, sports cards is about ninety five percent of what they carry, and the non sports is where you find you know I, I put WWE or let's say Game of Thrones or you know from Rittenhouse or Star Wars or not, and you might only find the current uh, offerings, and you would only find them usually in sealed what they call hobby boxes. Uh, just for reference, I'm going to put up a hobby. Uh, not a hobby box per se, but this is a direct market. This is a Star Wars Galaxy series uh, sealed box from 93, uh, which really was Topps' foray back into the direct market in those days when Star Wars cards made a comeback. So, you know, at that point, uh, the Targets and Walmarts were the only were the go to place for it. And this kind of starts around The Force Awakens and things like that. And so for a long time, we still had this great balance. And even before that, of you'd have if there was a card release, you'd have ones that were specific for retail. And sometimes they would even have boxes that you could get individual packs as well as blaster boxes. That's the, that's a, usually about a $20 affair. And then hobby boxes would be ones that you would heat that would be on say like a, a blowout cards um, or Dave and Adams or steel city collectibles. These are hobby shops that online hobby shops that, Oh, um, now we're seeing rose background. Now, Oh, look at this. This is gorgeous. Like we could do a half hour on each one of these things in the back of row. But um, so, you know, over the time, I kind of, you know, like in buying blaster boxes, you know, you start to develop, you start to get a lot of duplicates and you're not seeing a lot of autographs in those because those are more geared towards retail. So then I started going, you, know, you go to hobby stores and, you know, if you go to your local store, which I usually recommend, um, if they have anything, if they have anything in a sports card store, you're probably going to pay a bit of a markup uh, because you're kind of helping promote the store. So then you, then you kind of start finding when you start getting into like Facebook groups and things like this, or you'll see where um, you can go to places like blowoutcards.com or Steel City Collectibles, Dave and Adams. These are what I call the big three. These are big online retailers. They will sell hobby boxes usually at, in the before times, a decent price. Um, but you could get, you know, you could get offerings there. One thing I do like about Steel City Collectibles, and no, they don't pay me, uh, but they also sell blaster boxes. Uh, Steel City is out of Pit is out of a Pittsburgh suburb, um, which is why Steel City. Um, but I started going there as early as the the Resistance um, cards that came out right before Celebration, and and had uh, had they come out just just a few weeks before, I would have had one that uh, I would have had um, Christopher Sean Kazuto uh, uh, sign. Mm -hmm. But uh, that unfortunately they didn't come out until afterwards. But so I started like, you know, and now, especially with how hard it is to get uh, cards, you know, as, as, as the aforementioned Targets or Walmarts, everybody, you know, the, the combination of of COVID, of the breakers and the scalpers, you know, people who are trying to invest and jack up prices. Um, as you can see, there is a bunch of, you know, bunch of, you know, middle aged guys that are probably at <laughs> Friday morning at eight o'clock waiting yeah. for um, waiting for hold on for a second. I'm going to have to get the door hold on <laughs> Oi. Yeah, take edit <laughs> edit pause yeah just wait but you've got a lot of folks that are basically waiting around to try to get any kind of cards that you have and scalp them online for you know much more than the retail and that started a lot with the basketball and football um and it's bled into non-sports or star wars cards where now you know, this last release Holocron comes out and it's a, you know, it's a great retail and hobby set. Um, it's a big one, uh, 200 cards. There was, there was retail, there was hobby and you can't find them. Once, once they went out, people started gobbling them up, started to, you know, flip them online for more than what retail is. And so that makes it very hard. 
And, uh, you know, I, I could go on only because this really hits the people that I'm trying to talk to. I figure my audience are you folks. These are the collectors, uh, the, the star Wars fans, maybe they collected cards when they were a kid. Maybe they're like, yeah, if they're available, I'll pick them up, but they're not going to go two or three steps out of their way to get them. But for your listener who put that question together and, and uh, I appreciate them asking is that I would, I would probably go to one of the big three, um, where I would find, you could probably still find new stuff at, at a somewhat decent price. You could go to steel city and get the blasters and you're not really paying that much more. If, if you just kind of wanted to get your feet wet, or what you do is um, wait for some of the, the case breakers to sell their base sets on the secondary market and just pick up sets at a time. Um, I've got a lot of the stuff in my head because I've got to do a new collections, um, an update to my collectors episode. And I've had and a lot of updates and things in my head to try to spew out just like I'm doing right now. I'm just I'm just throwing up all over this podcast. Um, <laughs> but it's really it's it, the game. What has you're changed. Saying, Greg, so basically what you're saying, Greg, is hard to find them. That's what you're saying. Yeah, which means, you know, I was laughing at all those Black Series folks going, who cares? Oh, it sucks to really have to not see them on pegs. And I'm like, hey, wait now. Oh, come on, guys. Not me, too. Not me, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's, I think it, that's where it's it's tough. I mean, it's just a tough age where, I mean, yeah, some of it has to do with, obviously, COVID and supplies. And I, and I get that. But even before that, it, it's getting bare minimum on the shelves for both cards and figs. And it's like, it's just not right. And like you said, like, you know, if you don't find it right away online, if there's some kind of you're getting right from the manufacturer, then it just like goes, it's it just you have to do it on the secondary market. And that's, that's super unfair. And that's where it's like, you know, especially with, with Trent, you know, like when we try to go to the store, it's like, sorry, bud, nothing. You know, there's yeah. nothing I tried, there. I tried on this, um, like, I won this Deadpool toy. Yeah. It's like, how much dollars? Oh, that was like 400 bucks, that one. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. But, but so because fun. it's like, it's, so fun. it's like, just... oh, it has these things. And it's like, yeah, that's because they're, everything's, <laughs> everything's so limited release now. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, if you don't get it, you don't get it right when it releases or you get the pre-order you're out of luck and it, and it really shouldn't be that way you know the only thing technically you can find right now is pops pops yeah you're gonna right. you can find pops i mean they're obviously some, yeah you can find some everywhere you know, obviously yeah. there's some chase characters that you might you know might have to hunt for but like pops you can go to comic book store you can go to target go walmart Walgreens, and cvs yeah 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 they're everywhere. walgreens they're everywhere and it's like oh okay yeah. That that's but literally here's the thing about yeah, yeah. Here, here's the thing about those collectibles though you know I, I have a feeling that companies like that really they they prey on us the uh, the folks that are going to go that extra mile and the extra mile if you know what I mean <laughs> uh, money wise to pay premium for it I mean you know now we're adults before you know we had to rely on our parents like uh, like Trent there but now we've you know we've got we've got disposable income that we can kind of throw at uh, our collections, take a look at us behind, you know, the stuff that we have behind us. And, um, I, you know, I, I, it is unfair. I think it's a, uh, it's time. Yeah. See, Oh, the nice, I gotta, I gotta pick mine What's up that? soon. That? that was a, uh, Gecko. the uh, comic book of uh, Gecko, yes. our friend Dominic Page. Signed by him. Nice. Yeah, I got I got a poster by signed by. That's him. right. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So you know, I just wanted to show you guys. I have uh, you know, I I'm not a card collector, but I do 
purchase certain cards. Um, so the the ones that I love are these the Tops uh, Stellar Signature Ooh. series. So and this artist, I love this artist, Dan Ber Bergren. And I've got a, got a uh, bike, card. biker scout. Biker scout. That's <laughs> one of my favorites. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah and then scared. obviously because of the scare of scuttlebutt podcast, I have to have one of these. Oh yeah, got to have a short trooper. Yeah. So you know, like I said, I mean, I don't, I don't collect like like packs or series. I, I guess other than the ones that I already have from when they first came out in 78, uh, et cetera, like the blue series and stuff like that. So, mm. yeah. And I've got, um, I'm sure they smell wonderful. Don't they? Mm-hmm. Nothing like old <laughs> cardboard, man. <laughs> I love variants. I love like variant covered comic books. I love all that stuff. And, I was, you know, when I was uh, younger, I was a, an avid um, comic book collector, and obviously it got expensive. But I think, you know, the uh, for 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 some time, I think the comic book industry kind of shot itself in the foot because nobody was going to buy, you know, four different covers of the Death of Superman. Well, but yeah, I did. I did like the, <laughs> the foil, <laughs> exactly right, right. Yeah, the foil cover, the you the, know the black bag. Black, I bought seven seven of those black bags. I said I'm buying a house. I'm buying a house when I sell these puppies, but unfortunately, I'm so very sorry. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's that happened both with the nine with the '90s with the comics and the trading cards. It was just sure you got foil, foil edge, foil this, all this kind of stuff, and it was getting, you know, it was getting out, it was getting out of hand. Ooh, you know? that's a nice uh, one. Yeah, it's yeah, like cool. a Star Wars Galaxy, uh, yeah, foil card. Yeah, it is. You know what I like the when they came out and I, I don't see them anymore the widescreen ones. They did uh, starting what in '95 and then uh, yeah. there was a widescreen 3D um, Force Awakens, but yeah, there was that '95 '96 era where they really dove into and those are gorgeous. I haven't had mine that long and and Abrams also has a book on them by the way uh, mm. about the wide vision ones and those are crazy good, you know because you're seeing the full frame. You're not, you know, you're not just yeah. seeing the small uh, two by three card. Yeah. It is funny. I'm going to have to pick that book up because I've got the, the, the book that you just showed me. And then the other, the other book, the one that came out after that. Um, there are five in total. There is also one for the galaxy series. They don't do one for each, but they're uh, the first three, but there is a, there is a galaxy one that covers those. And then there is the wide vision. Six, if you include the sticker book, which, by the way, Todd, you might actually like, um, because they're reprints of those those original vintage stickers. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so if you don't yeah. want to chase the actual ones, these look just like them, and you can get them for Abrams also does, and you can get it for a song. It's a, it's a nice book oh. to go through, and then you see the you, there's a pullout poster for them. So it's a really nice, nice one. I think Trent would like yeah, it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Abrams, I'm please pay me. It. Please pay me. Yeah, somebody <laughs> put me on the Abrams payroll. Right. right. <laughs> hey, what's up, podcast family? Ro here. Just wanted to give our patrons a heartfelt thank you, wonderful folks who have found it in their hearts to support the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. 
We're super lucky to have you. Folks like Amanda, Jedi Caligula 89, Joey Rosales, the Salty Crew, Alex and Matt, super fan of many of the pods on the Red 5 Network, Backyard Tardis, Nicholas Schaefer, what's up Nick, Chad at Hyperspace and Holocrons, Jay from Florida, and our newest patron, Frank V, big thanks, and a returning patron in the Executor tier, 97 Bravo, huge respect my friend, we thank you all for your support. And if you want to become more involved in the Scare of Scuttlebutt community and feel like becoming a patron, head over to patreon.com slash scare of scuttlebutt. Remember, we can't have the scuttle without the butt. And don't forget, it's always sunny on Scarif with patrons like you. You know, something else that I did, I failed to mention, wrote well, your, your, uh, your caller, um, your question about, you know, where could you get to, uh, online? And one thing is of course that tops does now tops does sell their own cards that sometimes they're a little hard to get, but they also do things like the living set, which is a weekly release. Uh, this is done by Chris Penix, two cards get released each Tuesday for seven days. And, you know, they only print them after that they finish, everybody finishes ordering, but they are basically a painting. Each card is a painting, or is from a painting that Chris Penix does. We're up to almost 200. I think in the next week or two, you'll hit number 200. Uh, but you can get them. They're like 7.99 per card, or you can I think the, both of them for Are like 12 bucks, yeah, and they'll get mailed to you. And it's really nice because they come in that classic blue Starfield row. Oh, and nice. you know, as you can see from this plastic case here, um, there's nothing going to happen to the cards. But it's nice because they're sequential. A living set basically means it goes on until Chris dies. Uh, no, um, or whenever yeah. they get a new artist, <laughs> he has to paint them for the rest of his life. Um, but it's a nice way to guarantee yourself some cards. All you have to do, there you go. All you have to do basically is give up one lunch, one lunch a week, kids. Give up that and you too can get <laughs> the living set. <laughs> now, now you sound like a commercial, Greg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what would you give up you just, for cards? I would give up right, a, right, right. a Tuesday yeah, now, now you're sounding like an addict here. That's right? easy. Right, yeah. I, I think I can, I think I can probably uh, afford to, to, to give up a lunch or two myself, you know what <laughs> right, I mean? Right, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, but I think uh, cards are probably the best way if you're running out of shelf too, man. Yeah. Like, that's why I, I switched that, from comic guys, books to cards, Todd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's been part of, obviously I'm like slowly getting less and less because of just like, just don't have space, you know? And then you yeah. don't get to enjoy it, you know? And it becomes almost like a hoarding thing. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think this is healthy, you know, because- uh as as my collecting got bigger you know i was doing three and three quarter any anyone they dropped you know dropped i was getting two and i'm like all right one for the shelf one for you know one for uh whatever you know later and that's where it's like okay yeah it's hard to keep up that pace especially when they were you know for a while they were releasing like 70 a year you know and yeah. it's like all right well i'm you know no mathematician but that's a lot of lot of cheddar. And now, I mean, that's the thing too. It's like they're getting more expensive. You know, before That's what I'm saying. Know, they're pre- like they're preying on us. Oh yeah. yeah. It's four four bucks. Yeah. Now black series, you know, a three and three quarters 20, is like at least nine bucks. 24. And then if you want a black series, right. yeah. it's twenty bucks. Twenty. And then yeah. now the black series deluxe are thirty. Yeah. So it's like Yeah. It's just like too much too much money you know um to, to do that you know what I'm well saying? how much so, were those shelves like, behind you todd the actual uh, shelves are, the actual shelves yeah so yeah you gotta go to ikea to get those you know it's like um IKEA. i mean 
I, you know, when I, when I first started, there wasn't really the Ikea. So I literally had somebody, one build. of my build a custom cabinet for me. And I had that nice. for years. Nice. Um, and it was great. But then that one, a couple moves, it's like, yeah, I need to, <laughs> need to take this down. And now I got, you know, Ikea specials, you know, but totally. at, at this point, it's like, to me, um, and bro, you were kind of mentioned this, like, especially even with the, the sequels, the problem with collecting now is either, like we said, the supply and demand thing, but they're not doing any ver. they're not doing, they're not doing the breadth of characters that are uh, on screen. Like think of all, think of all, think of the cantina, the cantina in a new hope is like action figure, you know, First, it was Walrus. You know, they literally called it by their little like street names. All right, this is Walrus Man and Hammerhead, and then you know, <laughs> twenty years later, it's like, oh, that's Panda Baba, you know, and like, you know, it's like, okay, all right, whatever. It's still Walrus Man, but like, take Maz's Castle, take Kajimi's Bar. Sure. You know, like there is no characters right. from the Rise of Skywalker that has anything from that bar or sure. again force mm-hmm. awakens Ma- mazda castle no characters and it's like if you want to somewhat like have that same kind of experience as us old folk did in the original trilogy you got to build out the alien creatures i mean the we have so so much diversity in star wars and that's the problem like what's on what's on the shelves is not diverse, you know? Um, well, they- I'm, I'm going to say something about that. I, we have no one to blame, but ourselves. How many constable Zuvios uh, got stuck <laughs> in the bargain bin because nobody bought it. Well, but, but Come that on. was, but that was, <laughs> that's also a toy manufacturing fault because <laughs> they, they thought, Oh, this guy's going to be on screen all the time. And in fact, that dude ain't on screen. Nope. nope. Not at all. Nope. It's like, nope. Hey, like I, I would. This is gonna on. It's just gonna be on like the whole, like, the whole channel. It's like nine, ten, twenty. Yeah, they 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 had like, hey. 50, 50 on the shelf, but it wasn't on the screen. You yeah, it's know? like, uh, mom. Uh, the, the toy was not on there when I uh. The I, the figure, yeah, the guy wasn't on there, but we got the we got the action figure. Yeah, but that's I, when I think, you that's when your imagination comes into play. Like maybe yeah. he was he was like off screen over there, just like the uh, the pants guy from the Mandalorian. So I got another question from uh, another one of our friends, Sean uh, from uh, MRC Tech. Um, although I think he's rebranded a, several times, so I don't know what to call him. Uh, but so Todd, this will go to you. This question will go to you. How long, like if you buy an action figure, you buy a toy, you buy a collectible. Um, first of all, do you keep, obviously we used to buy two of them, one to open and kind of uh, play and feel around with. And then the other one, Obviously, like Greg, just to keep it in the box and put it in the bubble, hang it on the wall, whatever. Yeah. Um, how long do you wait before? If you just get one, how long do you wait before you open it up and and kind of uh, play with it? Uh, never. <laughs> <laughs> I've got all my Black Series still in the box, and here's the thing, too. I mean, a lot of times the packaging is really nice to look at as well, and sometimes I feel. 
I feel terrible opening it up, taking the action figure, then tossing right, right. out the box why, because why even play with it. Yeah, yeah it's, it costs that the... much dang money. That you know, that's a part. That's a whole part of it now. Yeah, that's so, the whole. Like, well, and the, like, yeah, I think obviously from a manufacturing perspective, that's cool. That's cool, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh, that fortieth, fortieth yeah. anniversary. So they released it early Robot? in Michigan at oh. uh, Myers for some reason, and I had Rob over at Jedi Temple Archives go five. on a mission. I told him, "Get me four. <laughs> I wanted, oh. you know, I, 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 um, I got one. I opened one and up, and it's, uh, it's up there on a the shelf. But I had to keep another one in the box as well. But you know, the one that I took out, I saved the box, and uh, it's sitting in in the corner of our bedroom. My wife is like, "Why is this here?" I'm like, "It's." I don't want to throw it out, but eventually I had to because, you know, she commanded this. Well, one of the things, you know, when I, I, you know, recently kind of dove into, you know, we have we have a place here in uh, in Chicagoland, this Wax Packs Records and Toys, which is in uh, Schaumburg, and they have a bunch of, you know, carded figures, you know, like everything, you know, Power of the Force and things that, you know, probably eight, nine bucks a piece. And, you know, after getting them, yeah, I'd also resembled uh, some of the resistance figures. And I'm like, what am I going to do with these? And so I ended up making like a custom peg and mount that I could put in my closet that I could hang these on. And, you know, I got the idea from a friend of mine, uh, you know, Greg over at Ion Cannon, where he has, you know, like he'll get the peg board and you have the, you know, the peg holders and you can have your action figures up and you could rotate them out. And, you know, just like what, you know, Todd's doing with the case is like, you know, the best part is kind of like seeing them on pegs and it was a way to kind of nice, nicely store them still carded. So I can enjoy the fact that they're, you know, I can, that they're still pristine and mint condition, whatever, but I can also see them displayed as if, you know, now that we all have to make, you know, we all have to make it up in our head that when we go into toy aisle, we, we make believe that there are star Wars figures there. There's nothing there anymore, but you can see like, I remember a time, but that's now every time I open up my closet, I've got these two or three pegs that I've got little toys on that I go, this is great. I can relive this. It looks like it was when, you know, the stuff was all two bucks a piece. And you're like, you know, mom, can we buy five more and just hold on it for no reason? Um, (laughs) They were, they were two bucks when we were kids. They were were two bucks a piece, Trent. Could have put you through college now. Yeah. (laughs) No, they weren't easy to break. They were just like, we would play with them. We didn't know. That's why we have to like back to future and go back to time and just Dad, like, daddies exactly. were all stupid now because they didn't yeah. save them or at least the card backs that are now 50 bucks a piece. If we would have just saved the cardboard, we could have put you through school, Trent. Yeah. What school do you want to yeah, go to? I know. <laughs> right. Yeah, I've right. got the card I've got a lot of the original cardboards, but I cut out the um the mm-hmm. uh, Kenner proof of purchases. So my oh, cards, yeah. oh, obviously, you, you know, the bubbles are out, but then it's got like a little hole in the back of it too. That's how, you know, we did it through the mail and we got some cool stuff mm-hmm. through the mail, yeah. you know. Yeah, sure. Like, what's in the mail? I hope there's no toy. Wait. Well, yeah, no, here's another thing. You didn't order something and it got the next day. You had to wait like six weeks. That's crazy. Weeks. Exactly. Yeah, I um, I remember remember the C-3PO cereal that uh, I had to eat like six or seven boxes and get the uh, the proof of purchase to send away for the Kenner Micro Collection figures that I did somehow yeah. did twice. Somehow I, I ate enough of that cereal. It's actually good cereal that I got two <laughs> sets of these and I still have the, actually the packaging, the envelope that they came in. And then it wasn't only until like last year that I finally put together some of the sets that I never got from that failed toy line. That's, you know, the Kenner Micro Collection. But it's like, you know, they're also on my shelf as well. 
uh, thankfully because they take up so little space. Um, sure. It's all about not getting divorced is, is what is not getting served. <laughs> those papers that say your, papers. your collecting days are over. I, I, I love going to thrift stores and looking for stuff. And uh, one of the things that I found last December, which uh, blew my mind. And I don't know, if, uh, Greg, if you've ever seen these it's Star Wars Galaxy, the foil cards. Yes, artist, that was the insert uh, set for them. Walter Simpson's. Simonson. Uh, Simon, mm-hmm. Simonson, yeah. Uh, I already have a set, but this set was missing uh, number four, I think. And I want to say that those, like three of those, make up kind of like a little diorama, like you see in the top. Oh, yeah. Where you this see, one, that one, yeah. And then, yeah. And that is something I think that the best thing about being an adult is you can go back, like you've been posting a lot of your, you know, your cards in in the uh, in the binders and you can go back and I remember like I was sitting there like oh I got some holes in here I'm like wait a minute I'm an adult I have money let's go after some specific cards on eBay and it's fun now to see him go back and, and do do that complete puzzle where you go you know what uh, that's got to be maybe what three four bucks on eBay let me grab that and then sure. you put it in there there's, there's that completionist in us that wants to see you know like well obviously obviously Todd this entire run of clone troopers is not complete unless I have you know you know captain so-and-so and then you're just like oh, yeah darn, right. i've got to get red, it now. red one the red one you know the red exactly one. the red one it doesn't matter which one it is i need no. the red one no but no that's that's so, the thing and i, I, I love um, i love seeing that row yeah so usually for like the steer boxes did you have like the bag like the bag where you just had like the seal in it or to like, 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 well, I had a box like C3PO was on the box, and then you had to eat all the cereal, but then you had to take the proof of purchase and like collect like six or seven and then send them in to the mail. So, your, your mom had to buy a lot of cereal, and yeah. then you have to not yeah. only eat the cereal, but cut out that little barcode on the back of the box, yeah. and then put it in then... an envelope and then send it to Kenner and then wait and wait, wait like 12 weeks. Wait. Yeah, yeah, you didn't have to just like. And then four months later, your dentist is really not happy to see you. <laughs> right, right. Hang on, little T. Hang on. Hang on, little buddy. You're our only hope. To understand cereal, you're our only hope to understand cereal. <laughs> we're going to do one little thing and then we're done. Awesome, guys. So I wanted to remind everybody that uh, we are holding ScarifCon 2021. Uh, we've been doing it. Uh, we've been pretty fortunate. We've been doing it every year since we started the Scare Scuttlebutt podcast starting in 2019. And we had one in 2020, which was awesome. Um probably the only con around the country uh pat myself on the back for that one but uh no uh this year uh, again we are piggyback piggybacking off of uh our good friend dominic pace who is doing an amazing job he's one of our one of our favorite ambassadors uh star wars ambassadors to the fans he's been really great obviously you guys know him as gecko our good friend mr dominic pace who's doing a fantastic job uh doing a uh t- tour to help out small businesses. And obviously uh, he's making some great appearances at local comic book stores all across the country. And we are lucky enough to have him come here to Chicago 
and uh, do our usual thing at Alley Cat Comics on what is that wonderful date, Todd? Is July what tenth? I think it 10th. is. Tenth, yeah, July tenth. Yes. get it. Mark it on your so, calendars. Mark it on your calendar. Yeah. Uh, get ready to rock and roll and uh, do some fancy footwork. Um, right, right. So just a quick recap. You know, nineteen. It was cold cold 19 it was cold <laughs> 19 was cold and we had our good friend from the the next restaurant over the dumpster guy kind of like walk his dumpster right through right through the, that was awesome yep. and then and then last year even though there was a pandemic we got one in which was fantastic but that and day it was a torrential like, rain there was torrential rain then it got really sticky chicago heat man mm-hmm. so we're sweating <laughs> You know, so I'm hoping maybe this year we just get them all. We get the rain, we get the snow, we get right. we get everything in one day. You know, so we're absolutely. We're, you know, we get the Dagobah, we get the Hoth, we get a little Scarif, we get it all, man. You know, so I'm they say they say that. in Chicago we got uh, how many seasons? We got five seasons. We got spring, summer, fall, winter, and construction. So let's get it all in there. Yeah, let's get it all right. Exactly. Exactly. And but, it's the first. Uh, last year was the first time we get to we got to meet uh, Greg, uh, our, our uh, Rebel Base Card friend. Uh, and uh, what did you think of last year? We had a lot of fun, didn't we? Absolutely. I. It, you know, once it, it was. You know, we had, we had just finished C2 and everything uh, shut down. And so there was nothing on the books. Everything canceled. And, you know, you, you come to find this, you know, an Alley Cat Comics is, a, you know, it's it's on a major street. But, you know, you can't see. You really have to kind of know what you're looking for. And I remember I came, I decided to come in costume. On, on Like I said, by that time, it was it was the sticky hot part. And so yeah, here I am as, as yeah. Yeah, I'm at the radar technician in several layers and a vest and you know and a, and a wig, trying to walk past these restaurants that you know trying to casually go. No, I was, you know me and my ugly blonde wig uh, and make it down there. But you know you had the two tents set up. You had the Mandalorian Mercs. Uh, you also had there was that other cosplayer group that does all the Chicago teams. And I I, for, I forget which. Uh, oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like they're, they're kind of like uh, Chicago sports Mandos, I guess. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, Ma- yeah, a little mashup action going. Yeah, yeah. But then you know you had W the, the WSTR folks, and uh, you know got to meet everybody, and then of course you know Dominic set up right in front, and he's got all his merch there. I've got my enamel pin from last year signed, and uh, last year I had him sign his first appearance on a Topps trading card because he was on one of the online sets for the Mandalorian chapters. And yeah, it was fun. And, you know, got to, got a little uh, podcast audio, you know, Ro had all his set up and he was bringing people in. Uh, was, um, was it Rob from Jedi Temple Archives was there? Um, it was amazing. And we had the guys from uh, Rebel Force Radio. That's Jimmy right. Mack they showed make up. Appearance. Yeah. Awesome. So no, it, what, a, what, a, what a great, you know, time in, in just a sea of nothingness where we were all like yeah. indoors. I mean, we, we were socially yeah. distant. We were all wearing masks and things like that. But uh, that was the big highlight. And sweating. Year. I mean, who? Sweating. I mean, it's like a con. You got to sweat, you know, and. You know, so Absolutely. So, so that's we're happening again. July 10th. Man. We are looking forward to that. Absolutely. Scarif Con, Alley Cat Comics, Andersonville, Chicago. Pizza is on me, everybody. There we go. Well, guys, I want to thank you guys for joining me on this very special Chicago-based Scare of Scuttlebutt. Uh, we had a lot of fun talking about cards, collectibles, and buying cereal. I don't know what that's all about, but uh, 
Trent, uh, Little T, and Big T, thank you guys for joining me. Um, let's uh, start with you, Greg. Where can folks find you? Uh, thank you. So you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Rebel Base Card. And then if you are looking on most major podcast players, you can look for the Rebel Base Card podcast. Um, on Twitter as well, sometimes I'll use the hashtag Card Squadron. And that'll sometimes I'll kind of give people indications of what's happening on Star Wars Card Trader or cool cards and collectibles and things like that. So uh, just trying to promote the uh, promote the card collecting and talk about folks in the community. Excellent. I've got some cards here. Thank you very much for reminding me that cards are cool. And I love that hashtag. Excellent. Excellent. uh, Excellent work. Thank you so much. And big T, little T. You guys are awesome. Thank you very much for joining me. Where can folks find you guys? Okay, yeah. You where can we find where can they find us on the socials, Trent? Uh Oh, you don't know. Okay. So it is Big T Little T. Uh, that is Big T Little L I L T podcast on Instagram. And then on Twitter, it's B L I L T podcast. You can find us there. Obviously, we're on all the platforms for podcasting. And then also, I'm part of WSTR Galactic Public Access. You can find us at WSTR Media. Um, and yeah, all the other platforms of podcasting so we just want to say thank you so much uh for having us on and then we'll be talking about this for a while about eating eating cereal and proofs of purchases and all those kind of stuff so it's been a blast right trent yeah if you want to find us on like like our youtube channel yeah yeah twitch yeah twitch big t little t same thing same same thing yeah we're gonna do some streaming yeah Yeah. not crossing streams just streaming so yeah because we knew we had an old computer so you just need a new one that's right that's right all right well thank you guys so much it's been so much fun talking toys and cards Awesome. Thank you very much, guys. And of course, you can find us on Twitter and everywhere else you find your other quality podcast. We are the Scarif Scuttlebutt Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Scarif Podcast. And if you guys want to leave us a message, uh, I'd love for you guys to give us a call at 773 234 8659. 773 234-8659. We are the Scare Scuttlebutt Podcast, part of the Red 5 Network. Check us all out. Thank you guys again. This is Ro signing off, and that's the Scuttlebutt. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, nothing happens on Scare. Nothing happens on Scarif. Let's just skip Scarif. Let's just skip Scarif. Let's just skip Scarif. Where the real action is. Let's just skip Scarif. Let's just skip Scarif. Let's just skip Scarif. Where the real action is. Yeah, nothing happens on Scarif. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to Red5network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network. Red 5 Network.